Should you raid your retirement to pay off debt? Should you take money out of your 401k or IRA to clear out those lingering bills? Many financial advisors will say, no way, but I've got a different point of view. In today's show, we're going to explore exactly when it makes sense to take money from your retirement to pay down your debts. You are about to listen to an episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Each week, co-hosts Dan and Tony will explore topics about finance and retirement. It's fun, informative, and most of all useful to those who are interested in retiring successfully. Now, let's begin the show. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony, my trusty sidekick, Tony. We're going to talk about actually raiding the retirement funds to pay down debts. Now, we did a show in the past called um, Debt in Retirement. Remember we talked about you, new people coming into retirement with debts? Oh, yeah. I remember. To, today, we're going we're gonna to rewind a bit and say we're not yet retired we're close. And what do we do about the debts? Should we cannibalize our retirement funds to, to get out of debt? And the reason why I want to talk about this today, because just this past week, I had three different couples approach me with questions about their debts that they have. And they're all still not yet retired. They're all thinking about it, which is why they're talking to me but they wanted advice on what to do with their debts, in mm. particular, their credit card debts. So I thought, you know what? We did the show on debt and retirement. Let's talk about using retirement money to pay down these debts. Wow. Well, yeah, it's already a controversial slant. I've always heard no. I mean, it's just a flat no, end of discussion. You never take money out of your retirement accounts for anything other than funding your retirement or retirement income. So uh, if there's another answer or slant to that, uh, then it would be, this is something, a fresh take, I guess. I, I'm excited to dig into that further, but also on the other hand, uh, a very trendy topic. And uh, my wife and I, you know, we have some debt, you know, our mortgage, we've got a couple of credit cards that we, that we should uh, look at, you know, making sure those are paid down. So there are things that people, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there have debt uh, that they don't want to carry into retirement. So this is a good discussion to have. But before we get into that, Dan, I have to say you're looking good today. Thank you. You, you look alive. You look awake. You've probably had some caffeine already. Uh, so I think this is going to be a good one. Not at all. It's all about my intermittent fasting, which we did a whole show on. Ah, are you still I'm doing feeling, that? Yes. I feel mentally awake here. And wow. I haven't even had breakfast, lunch. I eat, you know, and I don't do the caffeine thing in the wow. morning anymore. Wow. Yeah, so I can't function without caffeine and food in the morning. We know this. And <laughs> we, 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 but you know what? Just no hesitation. <laughs> we know this. We know this. And I know that you said something, and I'm not going to let you get away with it. You said something that's trendy is talk is, is credit card debt. What was that all about? What, what's trendy about credit card debt? Everybody I know has credit card debt, oh. so it's a trend. <laughs> That's the new trend. I. You didn't know, you know that? 
Your I clients my... don't have credit card debt. Well, after they've been clients of yours, they probably don't. But uh, I, boy, I, I think a lot. I think the majority of Americans carry a credit card balance. Oh, totally. But I want to bring. I, I want. I'm not letting you off the hook on this, but I'm will. I will change the subject slightly and say, I got my hair cut the other day. Now I go to a barber all the time, but I was not near him at the time, so I had to go somewhere else. And a woman that cut my hair said that my hair color is trendy. And I said, what? She's like, you wouldn't believe it. And then another woman in the, another hairdresser there said, yes, we make so much money. We charge and women are paying so much money to get your hair color. What now, gray? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I looked at them like they were playing a joke on me. I'm looking for the hidden camera. And they said, no, people are paying big bucks to get your gray, that, that grayish color you have. And I couldn't believe it, but I, I asked around, and sure enough, there are people that are women that are dying their hair gray. Um, so there's a trend for you. So wow, yeah. gray I hair for that. Yeah, you over know we have uh, we have an employee here that I work with. Uh, I work in radio. She's the TV director for the company, the marketing organization I work with, and she uh, is young. Uh, very young, very pretty, but she has long black hair, but she has streaks of gray in it. And I think yeah. she put them in there. Absolutely. So she has, she has gray streaks throughout her hair. Uh, and it does look kind of cool, but, uh, it, it looks good, but she's in her mid to early twenties and she's doing this. So I'm like, I can't believe gray hair is a trend, but <laughs> Are, is she taking on debt to get the gray hair? That, that's a double that's trend. That's there you like, go. You see how you tied it back in. Right. Maybe she's so, got credit card debt, and that's why her hair is going gray. Well, that's, the, that's the trend, Tony. That's the new cool thing to do is take on credit card debt. So back to- <laughs> It's not back, cool to do, but it so, is a trend. <laughs> it totally is. So here's the deal. When you're looking at using retirement funds to pay off debt, you're right. Everyone says no. Which is a great default position, by the way. I'm right. fine with that. Yeah. I because, like people thinking that way. Yeah. I have to say, when you said we're talking about this, I Googled, if you type into the Google machine, uh -oh. should you use retirement funds to pay off debt? You just type that. Should you use retirement funds to pay off debt? You know, it has, it has their little suggestion box right at the top. Not even an ad, but the actual thing. Just says uh, no. <laughs> it says, it says, uh, uh, using your retirement money to pay off debt doesn't make good financial sense. <laughs> if you're withdrawing $10,000, you'll pay a $1,000 penalty and about 2000 in income tax. Barring extreme circumstances, you're better off paying off credit card debt the long way. Um, using Wrong. your retirement money to pay off debt doesn't make good financial sense from February 26, 2019. Fake news. Wrong. The, and but, but then I look at what site it is from. The Budget Mom. Com. Ah, yeah. Well, I don't know who the budget mom is, but she sounds like she's got the default position that most people have, which sure. is absolutely don't do it. Right. Right. But I'm here to say maybe you should. And I'll get to that whole why you shouldn't, but I'll, I'll analyze that. But the first thing you got to do is analyze the debt. So uh, we're not talking sure. about any old debt here. If yeah. you have a car loan that you're paying 3% on, we're not rating retirement funds to pay that off. Absolutely not. And it comes down to the first thing you got to do is analyze your debt and look at those interest rates. Truly understand what your interest rates are. 
Now, the three couples that came to me this week were all talking about credit card debt, and they were all talking about extremely high interest rates on that credit card debt. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me again. Uh, but yeah, there's super high interest rates on credit card debt. And what and, is super high? We're talking over 20%. Yeah, 17 to 25%. Yes. Now, if you have debt that's 12%, 13%, that's when we start to really have to do a little bit more math. But let's just, in this show, we're going to talk about credit card debt that's that's high. And typically what happens is people take on a debt, they get a 0% for a year, and then they don't pay it off. And the next thing you know, bam, they get that 24.99% interest rate yep. added. Yep. Very sneakily. That's exactly what happens. To, right? Yep. So- Let's talk about that. That's an extreme situation, but it's not, it's a trend. And you're right. It's very, it used to be very rare, but now it's, now it's prominent. Common. Yeah, it's common. And I'm seeing it all ages, including people in retirement. And we talked about that in that show about retirement, um, bringing debt into retirement. But let's say you're still working. Should you cannibalize your retirement to get out of that debt? So I'm going to say yes. Now, Here's the few warnings that the financial advisors out there and the debt moms, you said it was. Um, yeah, should, budget mom. Budget mom, should, we're going to say don't ever do it. And here's why, because you're going to pay a 10% penalty. Now, who's paying a 10% penalty to take money out of their IRA? Those who are under 59 and a half. Exactly, because they consider that an early withdrawal. The IRS considers anyone taking money out of a 401k IRA 403B, any retirement funds, they consider them taking it early before 59 and a half because they're not yet retirement age. So are you saying you would say, yes, uh, use your retirement funds to pay off debt, but only if you're over the 59 and a half threshold? No, I still think that in some cases oh, wow. it makes sense. Now you, you can avoid that penalty with hardship exemptions that the IRS has listed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into those, but if if you're if you're under 59 and a half and listening, and you have credit card debt that's 24 percent, and you're saying should I take it from my IRA, the answer is maybe. And I think it it's definitely worth considering. Don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater because you got a 10 percent penalty. Because really think about that: a 10 percent penalty versus a 24 percent interest rate. You tell me that first year. Uh, of non-payment of interest will make up for the 10% penalty. That's true. It would. So you've done the math and said, hey, 10% penalty is still less than the 24% interest I'd pay in that. In, in Even in the first year, you're going to more than cover the 10%. But is there also tax implications? Of course there is. So we're talking about retirement funds. So retirement funds by, by design are money that you put aside and we're talking specifically tax-deferred retirement funds. So an IRA, 401k, you didn't pay tax on this. So you put the money in, didn't pay taxes on it. So when you take it out, you're paying taxes. So if you pull $10,000 out of your IRA and you're age 55, you have to pay a 10% penalty. So there's $5,500 to the IRS just for fun. I mean, not uh, 10%, $10,000. That's $1,000 to the IRS just for fun. 1000 And then you pay taxes on the 10000 so that's going to say what your tax bracket is. Let's say you're at a 20% tax bracket. 
there's another two grand. So now your ten thousand is actually seven thousand. So you you've paid out three thousand dollars, but you're getting seven thousand to use to pay off the credit card. Right. So if your seven thousand dollar credit card bill is at a twenty percent interest rate, there's fourteen hundred dollars of interest that you no longer have to pay, which is less than what you paid in taxes and also the penalty. But you add that up over the years. So you got to do the math. Let's let's do a, a more specific example. Let's say you owe fifty thousand dollars on a credit card. Okay, is that trend on on point? Is that trendy, Tony? <laughs> I don't know that. Hopefully that's high. But oh, well, yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. So let's say you have a fifty thousand dollar credit card with a twenty percent interest rate. To keep the math simple, that's ten thousand dollars per year in interest, just interest only to the credit yeah. card company. Yeah. Right. Ten thousand dollars a year going to the credit card company. And if you pay that 10,000, you still have a $50,000 credit card bill. Yep. That, right? Yep. So the question is, should we raid my 401k to take down that debt? So how much would you have to take out of your IRA 401k to pay off a $50,000 credit card bill? Let's assume- Probably $70,000. Yeah, $65,000 would do it. If you're at the oh. 22% tax bracket. Sure. So you take out 65000 you pay 22% to Uncle Sam because that's your tax bracket. There goes $14,000. 14000 boom, out the window, Uncle Sam. Now, this assumes you don't have the penalty. So this assumes you're over uh, 59 and a half. If you're under 59 and a half, you're adding another 10% to that or another 6500 So now you're out 20000 of the sixty-five. But still, if even still, that's $20,000 to Uncle Sam and taxes, that's two years of interest, right? Right. It's one to two years of interest payments that would not go to the credit card. So, okay, you take 65000 out, you pay the taxes, now you have 50000 you pay off the credit card. So what have you done? You have effectively eliminated a $10,000 a year bill for no value. That $10,000 interest is just going to the credit card company. Right. It's You're not getting helping nothing you out of it. Right. But what have you done on the flip side? You've totally destroyed your retirement fund. You know, you just taken out $65,000. So what do you have to do? Well, the first thing you got to do is cut up that credit card and not use it again. Because if you do this, if you take money out of your retirement fund, which I'm suggesting makes sense in this case, if you do that, you can't just build up that retirement, that credit card debt again because then you've totally defeated the whole purpose. The idea is you're going to reset, get your act together, and not build up another $50,000 credit card bill. Right. That's a big because assumption. It, yeah, that, the assumption is you have the discipline once the credit card bill is paid off not to run it back up. That's right. And, now, and you lacked that discipline initially, so I, so I think the argument against, the only argument I see, what you're saying makes perfect sense, and I, I'm glad you brought this to our attention. But the the counter argument it is you know you've magically somehow been able to find the discipline it takes to not run up that credit card bill that you didn't have before, right? Because then yeah. you'll start looking at your retirement funds as a piggy bank as opposed to an income source down the road. Yeah, and you don't want that. Yeah, it's so better you have to have if you discipline. didn't have to do that. But if you have to, 
but it, in lieu of paying that $10,000 a year in interest, it makes sense to raid the retirement fund. And, and even pay the penalties and taxes, right? So now here's the catch. So now you're going to pay 10,000 of interest. Why not just take that 10,000 of interest that you were going to pay and put that back into your retirement now, right? Theoretically, yeah. you're going to do you right. So let's just say you put 6,500 per year because that's the IRA limit and you can put in $6,500 now uh, into your IRA every year for, you know, as a deferred income. So 10 years later, you have that $6,500, the $65,000 back 10 years of 6,500, right? Yep. So, so on a simplistic sense, it make, you can, you can get back to where you are, were in 10 years, but that's not really accurate because that $65,000 you pulled from your IRA, that, that was going to make interest, right? It's not like it was just sitting there. So you're, you're eliminating all the growth you would have gotten. So let's, let's get more specific and say that $65,000 you had in your retirement fund was making 4% interest. That's a reasonable rate, 4%. 4% interest on $65,000 for 10 years. After 10 years, that 65000 is actually going to be 96000 So here's why the retirement planners and most people say don't raid your retirement fund is because you're foregoing all that growth, you know, for the future. That 65000 10 years from now would be ninety six, but you've zeroed it out. So you have to claw back yeah. and you're going to be behind the eight ball now in retirement. So you're kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul. But I would still do it. I would still do it in this case because I can't find a way to justify that 20% credit card interest rate. No, yeah, it's just terrible. just can't do it because I can't find an investment that's going to give you 20% return. I just don't have access to it. I wouldn't even suggest that to people, 20% return. Yeah, we're up 20% in 2019, right? Yeah. Theoretically, but we can be down... 20% by the end of the year. So there's no guaranteed 20% returns anywhere. The only thing that's guaranteed 20% is a 20% loss of credit on that credit card interest. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying in this scenario, you're going to, you're going to take a step backwards to take two steps forward, but there's some assumptions there. And that is you're going to get your act together and you're not going to start building up that debt again. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you just look at it from a numbers perspective, it makes total sense to even take that 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half, just because you got to get out from under the crushing credit card debt. Yeah, it's uh, credit card debt is nasty. And uh, looking at different ways to deal with it that are more cost effective is so helpful, even including rating the retirement funds in this case. Uh, you have to look at it as a case by case scenario. But uh, for the majority of people, if they're paying 24% in credit card interest or, you know, that is just, you really, really need to look at the numbers and do the math and sit down with it. They can call you and talk to you about it and you can help them figure it out. Look at how much they have and how much they have in retirement. I know you love helping people with that kind of thing. Now we're almost out of time for today's show, but Dan, is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, and I know I'm being very simplistic when I say this just makes total sense. Even at you know at 24%, it's easy to see. If it's at 15%, does it still make sense? 
Well, we got to do the math. Yeah. We got to start doing yeah. But there are some other ways. I'll just list them real quick that you can still do get rid of that debt without necessarily raiding the retirement funds. Ooh. You can call up the company and ask for a lower rate. They'll actually do that. You can maybe pay off half of it, and then you have some free credit cards that are zero balance. They might offer a balance transfer rate that's more appealing, and you could just shuffle the debt between the credit cards. Um, you can stop your 401k contributions. <gasps> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But I'll tell you what. I've recommended people stopping putting toward their 401k because that's more money in their paycheck to pay down debt. I'd rather they do that. You know, it makes sense. Or, or take a home loan because usually you can get a better rate on a home loan than you can on a credit card debt. And then, yeah, you're just shifting the debt, but you're shifting it to a better interest rate. But last but not least, Tony, a 401k loan might actually be even better than rating the 401k. And when you do that, you're actually borrowing money from your 401k. You're not paying the taxes on it because you're not actually, you, you, it's a loan against the existing 401k. Now, not every company allows this, but most do. And you have to pay it back. But you're paying interest on it, but to yourself. So the interest that gets charged on the 401k loan is the money that you put into it goes right back into your 401k. So this is a better alternative to actually taking the money out and paying a penalty and taxes borrowing from the 401k is also something to consider problem being if you leave that job or get fired for any reason you're not there anymore they're going to make you pay that back that 401k loan usually within 90 days so there's a big risk there that you might get smacked if you lose that job or quit or just transfer to a different company so bottom line is there's alternatives to rating the retirement funds but don't write off the possibility. It's something to consider. And this idea that it's taboo and you should never do it is just wrong. I think sometimes it just makes sense. There's some deep, deep deeper financial problems you got to face, but that's what getting a financial planner is all about. And that's what I do. But I wanted to give this little pep talk to people out there that don't lose hope. There is an alternative out there and it's worth considering. And don't just listen to all the people that say, no, no, no. Again, I'd rather not, but worst case, sometimes even you don't have any other option. It makes sense to raid that retirement fund to pay off your debts. Wow. I guess the big lesson is just don't go into credit card debt. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's easier said than done for some, and a lot of people find themselves there. But yes, that, that would be the ideal scenario. Well, Dan, great show and a surprising turn of, uh, you know, you kind of turned it on its head once again. I love it. Now, how can our listeners get that complimentary consultation to talk to you about getting out of debt or having a solid retirement income plan? Yeah, it's it's definitely a conversation I have with people. I don't charge to meet and just talk this through. Sometimes a second set of eyes on it is useful. It's easy for me because it's not my debt. So I'm able to take a a non-emotional approach to it, just give me a call. We'll go through it together. The number is 888-508-5935 or go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with me that way. Again, the number 888-508-5935. We'll have a very professional conversation about it. Keep the emotions out of it. No one needs to be embarrassed about it. You just got to approach it head on and come out with come out in the end much better off than you were if you just ignore it. Yeah. 
And no matter what, like you said, you don't have to be embarrassed about it because no matter what they bring to you, you've seen worse. I have seen worse. You've seen I've, worse. I'm, I'm talking to worse right you've now. You've seen my you've seen my checkbook <laughs> statement. So they, trust me, folks. He's it's no big deal. All right. Well, hey, Dan, great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.